0: It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark.
1: The kitchen, I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need.
0: This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key.
1: He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show.
0: Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Tim Cummings, and I'm here to introduce the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale
1: Campbell. Oh, crap. Is it, is it Valentine's Day already? Uh, Nope. No? Where's Cheryl? She took a little vacation. She took a day off. Took a man, little day off. all right. More wine for me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good stuff today, Cheryl. It's high dollar. I bought the good stuff for you today. <laughs> no, no, don't adjust your set. It is. You got Tim and I today coming at you. Cheryl's off on a little project. She's um, in Istanbul researching turkeys, Turkish turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> We sent the turkey to research turkeys. (laughs) I like this when she's not here. I don't get picked on. Very cool, very cool. No, we've got a great show for you today. Tim and I are in the kitchen. It's fall. Fall is here. Fall is here. Equinox. I hope all of y'all last weekend. Yeah, man, the Equinox. Did you try to balance an
0: egg? Uh, It didn't work.
1: All right, all right. D- yeah, yeah. Hind- maybe
0: in the northeast we're a little. Slimy. I was able to
1: balance Hendora, but that was about it. Couldn't balance <laughs> the egg. <laughs> here, balance me. Okay, I'll do that. No, no, we've got a great show today on this first show of the fall, and you know what fall means? Mm, here comes Halloween. We got some. We'll be doing some cool shows for that again. Uh, Thanksgiving, uh, and then after Thanksgiving for us comes break time. Well, kind of. We'll still do a couple Christmas shows for you. But today, I'm digging up a recipe that I saw on the Cooking in the Dark list. Now, it's a roasted portobello mushroom Mm. with um, all kinds of stuff, man. Well, what's the official title of this here recipe? Uh, The official title is
0: Roasted Stuffed Portobello Mushrooms with... Spinach cilantro pesto.
1: Oh, my gosh. That just makes your mouth water. i tell you. And then reading the recipe, it's got all these great little veggies in it. Good. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I can't wait to get into this one. This is going to be... Y- y'all do not want to miss this. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. All right, man. I don't think the audience is going to get any of these today, Tim. I don't, I don't think so. Oof, oof, I don't think so. Gum. Good. Roasted stuffed portobellos with... A spinach pesto. Oh, 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 oh. You can't beat it, man. Cannot beat it. Hey, uh, Tim, there was a guy. His wife finally got so angry at him. She packed his bags and told him to get out. And as he was opening the door and heading out, she goes, I hope you die a long and suffering death. And he stopped and turned around and looked at her and said, Oh, you want me to stay? LAUGHTER <laughs> See, we can laugh at that because neither of our wives are here right now. This is true. (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll be right back on the other side cooking in the dark. We're going to make stuffed portobello, roasted stuffed portobello mushrooms with a spinach pesto. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings.
1: All right, y'all. We are back. Roasted portab mm. I love portobellos anyway. One of my favorite things to do with them is take them and just put a little Italian dressing
0: mm, on each side. Yummy, or yummy. just
1: coat them lightly with some olive oil on each side, sprinkle them with some onion and garlic powder. Yep. Delicious. You can throw them dudes between a bun, make yourself oh, a A Little two- sandwich, little portobello little, sandwich. Portobello sandwich. All right. Here's what we're gonna do, man. I'm gonna have Tim read you the whole recipe. We're gonna split this up into two halves. Because we're going to have to make the pesto, and then we'll go back and assemble all of the assemble the portobello's and do everything. So the first thing we got to do is make the pesto. But I'm going to have Tim read the whole recipe, so everybody be on, you know, everybody know what we're doing. All right, Timbo, read oh. that recipe, man. Mm. All righty. Can we make these? And it says, Get hey, that- back up! Get back!" <laughs> People already scooting up, man. Hey.
0: All right. And it says just here in the notes, it says that one mushroom can be used as an appetizer or as a first course. So
1: Yeah, because these are the portobellos, y'all, in little history, they were called brown mushrooms at one time and they were thrown away. Nobody used them. Then they changed the name to Portobello and all of a sudden they're a hit. But usually they're about five, four, five, six inches in diameter. Mm. Awesome.
0: Okay, so the ingredients here, first of all, four large portobello mushrooms, five to six inches in diameter. Vegetable cooking spray, one cup finely chopped zucchini, one cup shredded carrots, three green onions and tops thinly sliced, four tablespoons dry unseasoned breadcrumbs, salt and pepper to taste, and one half cup reduced fat shredded mozzarella cheese, remove and chop the mushroom stems, you spray a large skillet with cooking spray, heat over medium heat until hot. You saute the mushroom stems, the zucchini, the carrots, and the green onions until they're crisp and tender, about 8 to 10 minutes. And then you stir in the breadcrumbs and the pesto. And you may want to season it, season it to taste with some salt and pepper. And then you spoon the, the pesto, the vegetable mixture, onto the mushrooms. And then you spray a, an aluminum foil-lined jelly roll pan with cooking spray. Arrange the mushrooms on the pan. And you roast them at 425 degrees Fahrenheit until the mushrooms are tender, about 20 minutes. And then if you want, you can sprinkle them with cheese for the last five minutes. And that's it for the mushrooms. Uh, and then we get down here to the spinach cilantro pesto. And uh, makes about half a cup. And we have one cup of loosely packed spinach leaves, quarter cup of finely chopped cilantro, three garlic cloves, quarter teaspoon ground cumin, one tablespoon fat-free Parmesan cheese, half a teaspoon of olive oil, half a teaspoon of lime juice, one half a teaspoon of water, salt and pepper to taste.
1: That's and, about it, man. That's about I it. Mean, yeah, and then you this just mix pesto it is so easy to make. We're gonna have to we have to pull the cilantro off um, off the stems and chop it up. But basically, when I mean, everything goes into a blender, and then you. You nail it, you know, just blend it until it's smooth. If you need to add a little water to it, you can do so. But that's all there is to it, man. Pesto is so cool because there's so many different things you can do to it. So many different. Add a little red pepper, white pepper to it to turn it up a notch. You add a little tomato in there if you want. Dice up a little tomato. Make it, uh, make it a little bit coarser. I mean, the, you know, do what you want to do. In fact, I've got a little uh, red onion here I'm going to add to it, Tim.
0: Yummy, yummy, yummy! Just yum,
1: because, yum. I mean, the red onion—you know—it's a little sweeter, not a lot. I'm probably just, just probably about a, a a couple tablespoons of of some red onion, but just to give it a cool, cool little nice flavor. All right, so I've got my blender here. All right, got this dude ready to rock. So let's get started here. I've got my spinach leaves, and I've got some fresh spinach here. So we need about um, a cup of those loosely packed. Let me get those loosely packed. I've already washed them. That's probably the hardest part. Washing the little leaves, pulling the stems off. Throw those in. Now we need a quarter cup of um, cilantro. Cilantro is awesome. If you can't find cilantro, oh, I'm sorry for you. But cilantro has got a great peppery smell. I just absolutely love it. I think it's fabulous.
0: Yeah, I think most bigger grocery stores have
1: it these days, you know, in their... Uh, Usually in the uh, the produce department. Produce department, yeah. Because it's, you know, fresh. Okay, I'm using my... I've got some of these awesome little snips that have... They're, they're just like little bitty scissors. They're maybe three and a half inches long, if even that. And they're made for just for this, for cutting up and snipping. At the base of the scissors, it's got a little hole in it, just on either side, a little half hole. And what that is for, that's where you run, like I'm just running my cilantro, just kind of pulling it through. Oh, awesome. And it's actually, it just peels off the leaves of the cilantro right off the stem.
0: Excellent, excellent.
1: It'll work, you know, it'll work for basil, it'll work for any of them. I just put it in, it just kind of strips it right off. Now, you want to go opposite the way it grows, okay? Because it usually grows, you know, up like a tree, grows up. So what I do is I take a, a sprig of the cilantro here, and I put the end, the leafy end, towards the top here. Just kind of put it in the very, put it in there, in that little hole, and just pull the, pull straight up with the, the stem, the main stem, and it just p- s- cuts those leaves right off, strips them right off. Because if anybody, if you've ever done basil or cilantro or any of that, any of these these herbs... And you know how, what a pain in the rear it can be to strip them, you know, to pick off all the leaves. And that's what you want. You don't want the stemmies.
0: No, no. Just
1: the leaves. Give me the leaves, man. Give me the leaves. Oh, there's a last one right there. Now, if you get a little more, oh, that's a big one there. If you get a little more than a quarter cup, that's all right. Cilantro is great. I use it in salads. I use it in a lot of stuff tacos for, you know, I mix it in with the greens that we put in with the lettuce for tacos or tostadas or anything. It's got an awesome peppery smell. I don't know if you can smell that, Tim.
0: Oh, yeah. It smells great over here.
1: I know you'll definitely be able to once I start kind of chopping it up here. And with these snips, I'm just pulling up a handful of these leaves and just snipping them, just chopping them. I mean, you can even put them in a bowl and just put the the blades of these little snips in and just snip, 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 snip. See, we'll just go, and make sure you get your fingers out of the way. But you want this all finely chopped, and man, we are getting there, okay. I'm doing this on the flexible chopping mats, y'all, so when I get done doing this, kind of chopping this, this stuff up, because you do want it kind of fine. I'm gonna just take my chopping mats, fold them in half, and just dump this chopped cilantro up. Let me see. Where are we at right there? Yeah, that's about a quarter cup. You know what? I'm going to do one more just because. You know, Tim, if a little good, a lot's a whole lot better. That's what I say about a lot of things, except taxes. and Sometimes rain, huh?
0: <laughs> so how are you doing with getting all those uh,
1: stems off, Dale? Man, just plucking them right off. I'm just in the process of just chopping, chopping, chopping. I know you can smell it, man. It's just all peppery, smelling, delicious. It's just, it's permeating the studio here. Yes, it is. It'll make you, if the name of this recipe didn't make you salivate, mm, this definitely will. Okay, just, uh, I just picked up my flexible chopping mats, each end of those, folded them together, made like a little cradle, and carried our cilantro right over to. The blender and just dumped it right on in there, all right we've got the cilantro we've got the pepper the uh, the uh spinach what else we need to toss in this thing
0: Let me see it take a look here some uh lime juice yeah yeah let's see uh did you get the garlic
1: got the garlic got okay. three cloves okay. of garlic
0: okay uh get the cumin get the cumin
1: got the cumin okay we need what is, how much of that? A, um, a
0: quarter quarter teaspoon. Okay. Yep.
1: Just a little bit.
0: Yep. And we need some fat, free <sighs> Parmesan cheese, if you've got that available. Got that. Okay.
1: Well, I've we got real Parmesan. Real Parmesan. That we grated up here already.
0: Yeah, a tablespoon of that. And then a half a two, half a teaspoon of olive oil and half a teaspoon of lime juice.
1: All right. The garlic I'm just kind of using nice snips on. I'm just kind of chopping these garlic cloves into bigger, just smaller hunks. They're kind of big. Okay. Lime juice going in. Excellent. A little olive oil. Very good. Little cumin. Let me get the ID, mate. Make sure this is cumin. We've got garlic powder, cumin, and chili powder that are all in the. Press the power button again to power down. Press any button to cancel. Disc canceled. Connected to wire 471 network. Cumin. All right. Now, if you notice, that was my voice. This is store brand cumin. So it was not on the database, and it wasn't in um in the database, and it wasn't on the Google database. It's just a local store there. Spices are a little bit cheaper than the name brand spices.
0: Excellent, excellent.
1: All right, so we've got our cumin, we've got our garlic, we've got our spinach, we've got our cilantro, we've got our lime juice, we've got our olive oil. I think that's about it, huh? Time to put the lid on and chew this stuff up.
0: That's right. Put it in the old mixer there.
1: Now, the blender I've got, y'all, it's got a um, a four-quart glass pitcher, I guess you want to call it. So it holds a lot, especially important when you're making margaritas. Oh, yeah. We'll just chew this stuff up here for a minute, and we'll let it go. And what I'm listening for is the motor to make kind of a consistent whine. Yeah, and that's how you can tell it's done, when it's done. Yeah, when it gets kind of consistent, it doesn't feel like it's really balking or trying to... couple of the spinach leaves were kind of up to the top, so we just kind of pushed them down a little bit. Mmm, smells daggum good. Excellent, excellent. Daggum good, y'all, is a little bit better than good. <laughs> just a little bit of water in here Tim. Oh to get yeah for the consistency there. Yeah. Yeah. Calls for about two tablespoons, up to two tablespoons it suggests you add. So we'll add a little bit of water. Let it continue. To pick up there.
0: Oh, it's sounding pretty consistent, though. Sounds good. Yeah, we're
1: doing good. Doing good. All right. Oh yeah, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Now, do you think you'd have to put a little salt and pepper in there? Or do you think you'll be all set? For- yeah, I think we'll. I think I'm going to wait with the salt and pepper until we put it on with the um, with the mushroom. Yeah. Well, let's just take a taste here. Yeah, we'll need a little salt and pepper. mm right. We get a bowl here, and we will put this pesto in that.
0: Excellent, excellent.
1: And then we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and start working on the rest of our awesome dish here. The mushrooms. Yeah, all right. Okay, y'all. We've got our pesto out. I'm going to put a little salt and pepper on this. and The salt and pepper, again, is just to to your own preference, to your own taste. I like fresh ground pepper. Let me get my pepper mill going. Man, if you do not have a pepper mill, I strongly advise you to check into getting one. If you can't find one locally easily... Check out Blind Mice Smart in the Mega Mall, because we've got some great pepper mills. Yeah, I was going to say, you have a bunch of pepper mills, I think. Yeah, we've got several. We've got some cool little shaped ones. We've got one that I keep on my dining room table at home. They're octagon-shaped, so I know immediately when I grab them what they are. You know, little salt and pepper shakers. Perfect for when you're at the dining room table and you're like, oh, I need a little salt in that. Or a little pepper. Or a lot of pepper. <laughs> I must admit, man, I'm one of those guys that I use more pepper probably than I do salt, you know? Oh, yeah, nothing like some good pepper to spice things up. Okay. We're looking good here, Tim. Awesome, awesome. All right, man. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back on the other side with more uh, cooking in the dark.
0: Now more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings.
1: All right, y'all. We are back. Cheryl's not here. She's missing out on something really delicious. She really is. <laughs> she
0: would love these portobello mushrooms, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it now.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you make the healthy stuff when I'm gone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's all right. Seeing how you're here. You can make them for one night. Exactly. Yeah, it's so easy. Surpriser. Yeah, I love recipes like this where you just throw a bunch of stuff in a blender or food processor or chopper. You know that that, um, three-quart, it's a a three-cup food chopper. What I'm doing, y'all, real quick, I'm sorry. I'm uh, getting all fixated on this. I'm sitting here putting our foil in our jelly roll pan. If you don't have a jelly roll pan, a cake pan will work. Um, if you have a big cookie sheet with sides on it, that'll work too, or a cookie sheet. Just cover it with foil, spray that down. Just makes for an easier cleanup. Oh, for much, sure.
0: yeah, much easier cleanup. Much easier cleanup. Okay.
1: Let me get our portobellos here. mm mm. Love the brown mushrooms. Now, if you can find some if you get them with stems, that's cool these they've they've kind of trimmed the skin the stems, so i'm gonna there's still a little butt of as of the stem in here. Let me get a little knife here and you know I'm gonna use a butter knife I think just to they'll pop loose pretty easily. You know what a spoon might even be better. Let's try a spoon first y'all what do you say? Perfect You just want to kind of get in underneath the stem where it meets the head of the the mushroom, just kind of lift out. We want to save those because we're going to dice those up.
0: Now, Dale, do, you, in with, do you wash these aqua, mushrooms yeah. off too beforehand, or yeah, you? I will.
1: Yeah, I'm going get I'm getting the stems out first. You don't want to. You don't really want to wash them. Wash them. What you want to do is get like a damp paper towel.
0: Yeah, because otherwise they soak up water. They're kind of
1: spongy. Yeah, they're the spongy. They're a fungus. A fungus among us. A fungus among us, getting this last stem out. We've got four nice portobellos here. Now, let me get a paper towel. Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm just wiping the top down with this paper towel. I've just gotten it damp under the faucet. All right. Just wiping them off kind of gently but firmly. You don't want to, you know, scrub this thing down. Be careful on the gill side, too, because you're going to have the gill side down. So try to cup it in your hand on the gill side so you don't really get this paper towel a little damper. Just kind of got a little bit wet, and then I just kind of squeeze it off the excess water and kind of just wipe it down here. If you want to use a couple of these, that's cool, just to make sure. These were pre-packaged, so they didn't come in dirty. They were kind of already washed a little bit before they packaged them, but it's still a very good idea to wash all your vegetables, y'all. Vegetable brushes and potato brushes and even, man, I love them. Even the, uh, the cleaning brush I have here, you know, it, it holds dish soap in the handle. And you just p- p- push a little button on it, sh- and it squirts some of the dish soap in through either the brush or the sponge, whichever one you get. Oh, that's and, great. And, uh, man, you're in good shape. But they're made from all recycled materials, you know. The handles on these are like bamboo, and, yeah, they're really cool. All right, let me get my knife over here.
0: So you can be clean
1: and green. Clean and green, both at the same time. That's a positive thing. Now, you want to make sure your knife is pretty sharp when you go to chop up these mushroom stems. They slice pretty easily. As you can tell, I'm just kind of, the stems that we've got, they're only about an inch long or so. So I'm just kind of chopping through them. And then I'll move the pile, put them back in a pile, and just cut through them again. What I want to do is get everything chopped up here. Because what are we going to need? We're going to need a cup of zucchini, diced up.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna cheese. add a
1: little red onion to this also. Put a little in the other, in the pesto,
0: and some shredded carrots
1: too also. Yeah, put yep. some shredded carrots in there. I'm just kind of feeling through the, through everything here, y'all, to make sure that we're um, we're good. Okay, get my six cup perfect bowl here. Love the perfect bowls, man, and the measuring cups.
0: Awesome, they're awesome.
1: Red, white, blue, or black, pick your color and don't look back. (laughs) I just put the, um, once again, with those chopping mats, just folded them up, made the funnel, boop, kind of like a little little trough and doink right in there. All right, all right, get our little zucchini here. Let me get my vegetable brush on this guy. Scrub him down. Yeah, let me start dicing this guy up. What I'm going to do, Tim, with my zucchini, I'm going to slice it in half long ways. Okay, yeah. I'm going yeah. to slice each one of those long ways. So we've got four quarters here. Okay,
0: yeah, so in half and then in half again. Gotcha.
1: Then I'm going to cut it again. So I'm cutting, I'm kind of, if you, I guess if you want to call this juliening these, Julianning. Julian inning, yeah, cool. Julienening. So then when I start cutting them in half... I'm going to be ahead of the game with the dice. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you already cut them down a little bit. So, yeah. So, yeah, they're already cut down. They're already kind of sliced. So then I'll just start slicing them across instead of long ways. That's what I'm doing now is just kind of slicing them across. I've got all the, all my, I guess you can call them French fries, if you will, my zucchini French fries
0: zucchini
1: fries gosh now that i'm i'm always a day late you know tim i should have used our vegetable cutter for this oh, i could have just yeah. ran right through those grids yep, yep. cut them all down and that thing is great we had um a few restaurants now y'all are starting to sell zucchini fries which are just awesome instead oh, of potato you know fries they're, they're, they're um,
0: yummy they're yummy
1: they're zucchini Yeah, this is coming out. This is working out well, Tim. Again, y'all, I'm just kind of putting them in a pile and just running my knife through them. And when I say through them, I'm keeping the knife. I'm just chopping straight through the pile from left to right because I'm left-handed. Just to get them all nice and sliced up there. Yeah, you just want them kind of diced into a small dice. What you're aiming for is you don't want an overpowering bite of any of these when you um, bite into your portobellos, Yeah, you wanted everything, all the flavors to kind of mix in. Put these in my bowl. All right, y'all. You getting hungry? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put the zucchini in here. And before we do the carrots, I'm going to turn my attention to the skillet here. These chopping mats are so great, y'all. I know I keep saying that, saying that, but you just fold the two ends up together, and it creates like a little cradle. So you don't have to sit there and, you know, when you chop something up on a cutting board... You've got to try to pick it up sometimes with the blade of the knife or just whatever. But it's such a, so hard, or this is so easy. <clears throat> Let's move in our baking pan. I had it on top of the stove. Do a little fire under this thing. We want to get our skillet hot before we put our veggies in it. So we'll start getting that going here. Let me put a little vegetable spray in there. If you don't have vegetable spray, just put a little bit of olive oil in it. That'll work the same way. Turn the heat. I'm going to turn the heat to about medium. So we're not quite ready for it just yet, but almost. Okay, now we need to do about a cup of carrots. Yeah, that's right. Let me get my tower grater. I think I'm going to use the medium grate for my carrots. Oh, excellent. Good idea. Just, I don't want, the the fine I could use, but the fine, the medium is going to be just, medium is going to be just good, too, just as well. Just watch your fingers and your knuckles. (laughs) Man, yeah, really. This would be a great place where if you, you know, a food processor, it won't dice, but it'll, it'll shred. Now, Dale, are you going to put
0: any breadcrumbs in here, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Got to put a few breadcrumbs. What's it called for um, a quarter cup? Four
0: tablespoons.
1: Okay, quarter cup. 16 tablespoons in a cup, y'all. That's an important number to remember. So eight and a half a cup, four and a quarter, two and an eighth. That way if you get a wacky recipe that's got some odd measurement on it, you'll be okay with it. Okay, carrots, mushrooms, zucchini. Anything else we need to add to this mixture? Your onions, red on- did you add, Yeah. Red onion.
0: The recipe actually calls for green onions, but you're going to substitute
1: red onions? No, I'm going to add some green onion okay. also. Okay, okay. The reason I'm doing red onion, I'm not doing a whole lot, y'all, just a little bit, but I'm doing it for the color. I just love the color of a red onion and stuff. This goes back to when I could, used to be able to see. It, it just adds a nice little change. We've got orange in this for the carrots. We've got green for the zucchini. We're going to have green for the green onion. And a red onion is kind of sweet. It's not as harsh or as strong as a white onion or a uh, yellow onion, as far as onions go. It Forever. gives it a, good, a nice little bite. I'm wanting to make sure I don't have pieces that are too big. And we're only going to put in about, um, probably about two to four tablespoons. So what, about a quarter cup or less? Okay. Let me find our green onions while I'm at it here. Here they are. Nice. These have got rubber bands. They're rubber banded in a bunch. So I'm going to pull out about... Oh, and they're banded too. Goodness gracious! Oh, there's a good one. There's a good one.
0: Are you just gonna chop those up with a knife deal? How are you gonna chop? How are you gonna? Do
1: yeah, I'm just gonna those? slice them down. Yeah. I'm gonna first. I need to go to the fluted end. You know, the the straw type end. And um, I want to pull off any of the um, kind of the not good areas, so to speak. But we're gonna. I'm gonna put the onion in the skillet first. They say to saute this for about ten minutes, but I'm afraid that'll make them. A little too soft, you know? I want stuff to have a little crunch to it. With the shredded carrots, that's going to help. Okay, so I'm just tossing the onion in first into our skillet. Ooh, yes. You know, there was a thing on a real estate show the other day talking about people selling their houses and odors, you know? And I'd long time heard, my mom used to be a real estate agent, and she'd sometimes, if she was doing an open house, she'd bake cookies in the house. You know, just give it a nice smell. And I think these vegetables sautéing, too, are just awesome. Say if you're having a little party or some friends over or you've got something going on at work, do this... And then take these to work. But put them in little white mushrooms, you know, white mushroom caps, yep. as opposed to, um, to these big portobellos. Right. Or buy baby portobellos and use those. Now, the breadcrumbs, do we put that in with our vegetable mixture? Yeah, it says you're
0: stirring the breadcrumbs afterwards with a pesto.
1: When I do stir fry, I usually put my mushrooms and my zucchini in last. Potatoes, carrots, root vegetables, you know, I'll put in ahead of time because they take a little longer. Just kind of stirring around. Now, when we stir, this came up on the cooking in the dark list. You know, how do I stir? This this lady was browning hamburger meat, but she kept flipping it out of the pan when she was browning it. So what you want to do is you always want to kind of do a little half- Swish, You know, like, say, start at 12 o'clock. I'm left-handed, so about 12 o'clock down to about 10.30 or so on your skillet, and just flip it to the middle, and just keep repeating that. Keep flipping to the middle, flip to the middle, flip to the middle. If you're always stirring to the middle, you're still going to stir it up, and then once I get it all kind of done like that, I'll go in the middle and just kind of flip it back and forth a little bit. You know, not a lot, just enough to move it around some, but that way you'll keep from flipping everything out of the skillet. Like I told you, man, I've told the story a hundred times, I bet, but I made tacos the first time. I browned all that meat and I had enough meat left for like one taco. I'm like, man, I had a pound of meat. What's up? Oh, it was all over the counter, all over the cooktop, everywhere. Ah, what a mess. That's when I learned. Okay, stir to the middle, man. Stir to the middle. Stir to the middle. Pull some up. I've got some here in a spoon. I'm just going to use a metal spoon. Oh, yeah, that's nice. They're getting soft. They're getting soft. Getting cooked. That'll be good. That'll be good. So what's that been? About four or five minutes, I guess? Yeah. Now, I mean, if you you want, I mean, cook it eight or 10 minutes if you want, y'all. Cook them to your doneness, okay? And some of that too is going to depend on how small the dice is. These are dice pretty small. And I would say quarter inch, if and, not smaller. And how hot
0: your how hot your heat is?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm at medium heat. In fact, I'm going to turn the heat off now. Let me find all of our stuff. There's our portobellos. There's our breadcrumbs, and here's my perfect bowl. I'm going to take our veggies here. Let me get my slotted spoon. I hope this will work okay. I'm thinking about it. I hope the veggies don't fall through it, but I think this will get most of them. We're just going to start spooning them out of the skillet here and putting them in the perfect bowl. Then I'll throw our pesto in on top of that. Okay, that's working out really well. Let me just scrape some more of this to to this side here. Okay. What I'm doing, y'all, is just kind of scraping from 12 o'clock around the pot, the bowl, straight, I mean the, the skillet, straight down to the 6 o'clock position. Then I'm doing the same around the sides. So I'm trying to scrape everything down to the to the 6 o'clock position, and then I can kind of feel with the back of the spoon that that's about everything now what makes this really good too is just all these ingredients y'all let me find our breadcrumbs there's our pesto okay so about a quarter cup of breadcrumbs okay got those in there now our pesto okay now we're just going to mix all this up and i'm just using my hands actually y'all the veggies are a little warm but not too hot (laughs) well that's good yes it is yes it is they're not overdone so that's good kind of crunchy now I'm going to take our portobellos here and put them in our ooh, little more pesto here. Didn't make it out. Let's get that in there. All right, y'all. Why don't we take a little break? We're going to come back, build our portobellos, and uh, we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark.
0: Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell. And Cheryl cummings
1: All right, y'all. We're going to build our ports. Got our oven heating up here. I just turned it on. Um, let me get our portobellos put out here. Nice, nice, nice. Now, these are kind of large, so I've got to put them catty-cornered each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah so I can't put them opposite each other. Right. Too doggone big. Oven to four and a quarter. Now, something else we didn't tell y'all for the show, you're going to get to hear the time machine. Be a part of it, everybody here in the audience. Yes, that's right. Sorry, y'all, I'm counting. Okay. Every beep is 5 degrees, so the oven always comes on at 350. So I was cranking it on up there. All right, so our pesto and mix here, we're just going to take it and just lay it out, kind of spoon it into our portobello's and spread it out. You want it to be about an inch or so thick. Now, your grated Parmesan or mozzarella, whatever, if you want to put some cheese on these, hold that cheese until the last five minutes. We're not going to do any cheese. We're just going straight up here with the ingredients. We've got our grated Parmesan that's in the dish already. What I'm doing is first is kind of going through and dividing this stuffing, I guess you could call it, our filling evenly between our mushrooms, and I'm just kind of spreading it out with my fingers so it pretty much covers the entire cap, the inside of the cap. Oh, if I didn't mention this, you want to put these in gill side up. Gill side up. The crown of the mushroom down. Yeah, and as Tim said earlier when he read this recipe, these make great great appetizers. These even make just a great main course. Serve this with a little bread. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to slide these into the oven. 425 for about 20 minutes. So everybody in the audience, get ready. Because we're going to put these in. We're going to crank up the time machine. We're not waiting around. Time machine this- is a... Set up and ready to go yeah we haven't ran that in a while you checked it out
0: yeah I, I took it apart last week and uh oiled it and uh you know cleaned it out made sure everything all was right. running in good shape so we're in, i think good, it's in good. good shape
1: i don't want to end up in the 1950s no right? no <laughs> or the 18 for the 1850s now 2150 that might be interesting all right we're in the oven let's set our timer here for 20 minutes go ahead and set that time machine for about 19 minutes and Let me get this timer going. All right. Everybody hang on. Keep your hands and feet inside until the time machine has come to a complete stop. Let's go. All right. Everybody here? We are back. The audience here? Oh, I hear them. We're about... (laughs) Look at that. Perfect. Perfect. Mushrooms perfect. are done, y'all. Let me slide these out. Hey, Tim, while I'm pulling these out, why don't you read that recipe one more time for everybody? This is the roasted stuffed portobello mushrooms with spinach mm. and
0: cilantro pesto.
1: I want to tell y'all, these mushrooms are nice and soft. If you had some cheese you wanted to put on them, go ahead and sprinkle it on now. If it's oh, grated, yeah. I think it'll be perfect. It'll, these are nice and hot, so it'll melt over the top really well. If you want to kind of brown the cheese, go ahead and put them back in the oven for about another five minutes. But we're not going to do any of the, uh, the past mentioned We're just going to do these as they are. I'm going to pull these out and just cut them in in quarters, okay? So Tim and I get um, eight quarters each. (laughs) That's right. All right, buddy. Go ahead and read that recipe. All right.
0: So the ingredients, four large portobello mushrooms, vegetable cooking spray, one cup finely chopped zucchini, one cup shredded carrots, three green onions, thinly sliced, four tablespoons dry unseasoned breadcrumbs, salt and pepper to taste, one half cup... uh, cheese if you if you want that we end up using the cheese but uh first of all you got to remove and chop up the mushroom stems and then spray a large skillet with cooking spray heat that over medium heat until it's nice and hot you saute the mushroom stems the zucchini the carrots and the green onions until they're crisp and tender about eight to ten minutes dale did it for about five minutes didn't saute it for the whole amount of time because he didn't want them to get too mushy and then you stir in the breadcrumbs and the pesto And you may want to season it it to taste with some salt and pepper. Uh, And then we get down here to the spinach cilantro pesto. And uh, makes about half a cup. And we have one cup of loosely packed spinach leaves. Quarter cup of finely chopped cilantro. Three garlic cloves. Quarter teaspoon ground cumin. One tablespoon fat-free Parmesan cheese. Half a teaspoon of olive oil. Half a teaspoon of lime juice. One half a teaspoon of water. Salt and pepper to taste. And you spoon the,
1: the vegetable mixture. Onto the portobellos. Onto oh, the portobellos, yep. On your, and <clears throat> slide them into a 425-degree oven for 20 minutes. And that is it. Man, they are delicious. Now, if you want to make alterations, changes, or anything to that recipe, go ahead. Add some of this, take some of that out, whatever. I was thinking, mm, some bacon in here might be good. or mm, Oh, yeah. Maybe some squash, or uh, maybe go another route. Go with some eggplant instead of zucchini. I don't know. Man, they're, but ugh, I know they're going to be good. They smell delicious. I like it. All right, y'all. I'm Dale Campbell. He's Tim Cummings, a substitute for Cheryl Cummings. We are cooking in the dark. Don't go away. Next week, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a special man. One of my favorite shows for fall. Should I give my little? I can give a little audio hint. Uh.
0: On Halloween night, the great pumpkin rises out of the pumpkin patch and flies through the air to bring toys to all the good little children everywhere. Wouldn't you like to sit with me in the pumpkin patch on Halloween night and wait for the great pumpkin?
1: <laughs> That's right, y'all. We use a pumpkin in next week's show. It's a repeat, but you don't want to miss it. It's a great one. All right. I'm Dale Campbell for Cheryl and Tim Cummings. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com.
0: Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.